Hi guys, my name is Meek and welcome to the Pig Meek Podcast. I'm your host, Meek, and this is a new podcast and I'm beginning today. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Meek. I am 28 and I am a mother of one to a 10 year old son. My goal here to start this podcast was to uplift my community by getting more black men and black women married. Yes, I said it, married. Why married? Because without marriage, we have failing societies. And we are in 2022 and we can just look at the statistics and see how non-married households are benefiting us. My initial goal here was to break down things that I had learned throughout the red pill sector, things that I was learning from Kevin Samuels and break it down to you in a more of a modern woman, traditional sense. Yes, unfortunately, I am a modern woman. <laughs> Many won't admit it, but I will. My mother raised me to be that way, unfortunately. But there are some things that we can work through it and have some traditional values that we still stick and hold on to. Some of which we shouldn't let go because it's important. I would like to take this moment out to reflect on what Kevin Samuels did for me and my growth during this journey. Um, fortunately for me, I stumbled across Kevin Samuels while I was three years into my own personal journey. I had been into therapy for two years and I was one year into my spiritual journey and I had got to the point where I had decided that I wanted to be married. Um, before when I was younger, I was uncertain of it because I hadn't had any real examples of what a healthy relationship looked like. My parents were together for years, but they never tied the knot. Um, and for me, that that personal relationship definitely took a toll on to dating in my own personal life. So for me, I wanted to work through my childhood trauma before I attached myself to anyone, because that's not fair for me to throw my trash onto someone else. I did that work. I stumbled across Kevin Samuels. I remember everyone sending him like videos of him and being like, yo, listen to this man and give me your point of view of him. And the first time I, I watched the uh, Average at Best video, life-changing. Life-changing for me in a sense where it was like, where has this man been my entire life? Like, why isn't this man more popular on the internet? Like, Kevin Samuels has said so many things that I have caught myself saying on numerous occasions. And it's just like, I couldn't find people that resonated with me in that space. So Kevin Samuels was everything that I needed. His presence will be missed 100%. I am a numbers girl, so I do appreciate stats. I do believe majority rules. I know it's crazy because I did state that I was a modern woman earlier and modern women do have the tendency of believing in the minorities. But luckily for me, majority rules and who cares about the small numbers because small numbers never apply to everyone. So. I do have a few stats here that I do want to discuss and something just as minute as this that could change our community. So I do know that a lot of women in the black community like to bash the men that they choose to reproduce with. So some of the stats that I have here, I, pull, I pulled it from the Census Bureau and this particular status from 2019, which reflected 61.6% percent of black of men over the age of 15 have children in the United States. 
black men 15 to 19 take up 13% of that. Black men, the ages of 20 to 29, take up 24.9% of that. So, as of 2019, we had 19.9 million black men in the United States. So, if we take the percentage of the 24.9 men between the ages of 20 and 29, which is when most men tend to do the most of their reproducing, we're looking at 4,955,100 men. How many women are there? How many children have been born in this amount of time? This clear stat shows that women are reproducing with the same few amount of men and then catching an attitude that they picked the worst of them. Picking a man to reproduce with should be much more than picking someone based off of how much money they make, how much fun they can bring into your life, how tall they are, how fine they are. You should be picking someone based off their characteristics and their values that they hold. Yes, money is important. Don't get me wrong because you can't feed that baby without money. Money is 100% important, but there are more things that you need when raising a child. For me personally, I made the mistake of having my son when I was 18 years old. I conceived him when I was 17. I also conceived him in the act of having protected sex. Yes, I am an anomaly. I got pregnant while using a condom, which is why I would go on to say that casual sex is like a scam. Don't do it. Yep, don't do it. I have all of these points that I want to make, but I am just trying so hard to figure out how I want to articulate myself without offending the vast majority of women. And I, I have not quite figured out how to make that statement. I would just make the statement the way I best know how, which is um, you hoes ruined everything. Um, you women, you made the decision to go out and fight for this independence you know, I did I did it for a bit. I don't know what the hype is about. I'm not sure what exactly you guys were like rooting for. But, you know, working hard every day and not having nobody to come home to is pretty shitty. It's pretty shitty. That is a shit life to live. And I'm not sure why so many people wanted to sign up to do it. There is like you literally give less to your child when you decide to be a single parent, you know, because being a mother that works 40 hours a week on top of being a mother, there is no time frame on that. And then you have to be a homemaker. And then you also have to be knowing y'all an entrepreneur. I have to have this side business and then I have to have my vacations and then I have to make myself happy. And then it's just like, how can all of that fit into a day all while attempting to raise another life? Um, you know, we let ourselves here and I, I honestly do believe it's our responsibility to get ourselves out. Contrary to belief, many people like to blame men, but you know, just the reality of it for me, it's always been women. Women have been screaming from the mountaintops how ain't shit men have been my entire life. Women have been screaming the importance of being independent when it's literally more depressing. <laughs> like stats show that y'all, y'all broads are less happy now. So it's just like, 
why if statistically showing and if emotionally showing women are more happy when they start their own family units so why are so many women working so hard to fight and run away from that what is so terribly wrong about reproducing building the community putting people into society raising them to be good human beings and making sure we have a good sustainable future what is wrong with that how does your happiness somehow take importance over a child? How? How is that? That's crazy to me. For me, like when I made the decision to have my son at 18, it was this is sacrifice. Everything that you need now is essentially irrelevant. For me, it was. It took me years to get to the point to start putting myself first. Like everything that I did was for my son. It was, how does this improve my son's life? How is this going to be my son in the future? Does this decision make it a better lifestyle for my son? Nothing about me was important. But in the midst of that, I was deteriorating. <laughs> That's what led me to therapy. I can laugh about it now. But, you know, like, you have to put yourself first in a sense, but never as much as you women are now. Like, little, little boo-boo don't be having no shoes on his feet. And y'all be kicking it in Miami. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. And I'm sorry I called somebody child little boo-boo. I did want to use some of my time to share a story. A story of which, which happened to my son, my 10-year-old, and why I'm blaming you broads for the devastation that the world is in now. As I stated earlier, my son is 10 years old. He's a fifth grader you know, at a public school. And anyhow, a few months ago, beginning of the school year, there was um, a girl that he was interested in. He was trying to talk to her and, you know, her friend, AKA the ugly friend, cause you know, we all got him, was all like, get out my friend face. She not interested. You ugly. Just all of this crazy stuff. She was talking to my son, but you know, I don't play, so I taught him better than that. So he just was like, you know, I'm not interested in you. I really just want to talk to your friend. And the little girl who he didn't like just was like, my friend don't even like you. She think you ugly. She just scared to tell you. And just all this crazy stuff. Like, you need to get your money up. Like, how are you telling a 10-year-old to get your money up? <laughs> she told my baby he was corny. Just all this unnecessary crazy stuff that you typically wouldn't tell a 10-year-old. But you can tell that she was repeating the things that she had heard from her mother. But my baby just was like, you just mad because don't no boys like you. And it just was as simple as that. But it's like, y'all are breeding these young women early. I mean, early. I've had little girls as early as 10 tell me that I shouldn't want a boyfriend because all they going to do is break my heart. Ma'am, why are you not teaching these little girls about Disney princesses and fairy tales? Like, geez Louise, every man isn't ain't shit. You know, I like to say... Niggas ain't shit. Niggas aren't shit. Niggas are a breed of people. Stay away from those. They are not good. But all men, all men absolutely are not ain't shit. There are some good men out there that are absolutely overlooked because a lot of y'all women are childish and immature. A great majority of black women are childish and immature. 
And if we didn't get one thing from Kevin Samuels, that's one thing we would have gotten from his show. Just hours and hours of women, 40 plus, just delusional, still chasing the fairy tale. My mama, almost 60, still talking about the six-figure man that she won't. And it's like, boo, if he ain't came now, he not coming. He not coming. <laughs> but what can you do? She has her dreams. She was sold a, a vision. She watched all of the Oprah. And she's still waiting on her fairy tale to come. No matter, Even though she's almost 60, she's closer to retirement. She don't have as many options as she once had. The men ain't knocking like they used to. But she still believes she just has the pick of the litter. Fortunately for me, I never believed that. Never, never will, never will agree. We still disagree all the time about this. I might actually have my mother as a guest so y'all can see just how delusional she is. It's crazy how I didn't pick it up. <laughs> Amen, thank God. So the moral of the story is, ladies, we just have to do better. So my goal here with this podcast is to get a community of women together. You know, we can bounce ideas off of each other. Uh, not those bad ideas y'all be having. Like, be single for life. I don't need a man. Because that's not what this platform is for in the least bit. The goal here, again, is to get more people married. And, you know, we can't just hop into marriages because we desire it. There is some work that we all need to do individually on ourselves. And that is what I will use the end of this show to discuss. I believe that it is very important for everyone to be in a healthy mental space before they even consider entering the dating sector. So ladies, if your mind is not right, get on psychologytoday.org and find you a therapist, okay? Find you someone to speak to, get rid of that pain, because you cannot drag pain around to every relationship that you have. It is not fair to the next person. It is not fair to yourself, I promise you, once you release that pain, your sight on the world will completely change. That's first. Therapy number one, fix you. You cannot love wholeheartedly if you are in a terrible space. Two, self-care. Self-care is important, but not crazy self-care like y'all be. Self-care within limits. There are things that you should do. You know, like for me personally, I like to write my verses on the wall along with some affirmations, things that I like to read once a week, you know, just to get my week going to uplift myself, just things that I want to remind myself of. There are things we should do like for our self-care, there should be a routine. There should be one day out of the week where you are meeting all of your self-care needs. For me, I do self-care Sunday. I do my facials, a pedicure, some sort of relaxation, anything to get me in a good space, along with reading. You need to read something. You can't you can't grow if you're not learning. This one is important. And I know a lot of y'all gonna try to say it's not because somebody should accept you for who you are, but bullshit. Fitness, okay? Fitness and health. You need it. It's important because you wanna live for longer than 60, right? You know, that's one of the reasons why we leaving here so fast because of how poor our health is. We don't have good diets. We refuse to work out on a daily basis. And then when somebody tell us we should work out, the first thing we want to talk about is how good we look. I look good. You should accept me for who I am. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't even know. Like sometimes I question whether or not if y'all have working mirrors because it's just 
Y'all will get bigger and bigger. Y'all joints to be crying. Please lose the weight. And y'all just be packing on more pounds. And it's crazy. It's crazy. A good way to start with that, get you a personal trainer. If you can't afford a personal trainer, get yourself online. Get online and look up different workouts. Like, I literally lost 60 pounds in total in between 2018 and 2022. Um... I'll share this story with my time. Um, I am one who prevents pregnancies because like I said, I got pregnant with a condom. I prevent pregnancies like real tough. So I was on the depo shot for six years. And at first it was cool. It was like, okay, I'm on depo shot. I'm preventing these pregnancies, cool beans. But then at some point it slowed down my metabolism, but like really drastically. And I just was putting on weight that I couldn't control. And in total, I gained 80 pounds. I gained 80 whole pounds. And I was a big bitch. And I hated myself. And I looked disgusting. I hated men who liked me. Like, I had never been that big. Like I said, I had a kid. And when I had my kid, I weighed the same amount I weigh now. 158 pounds on the day I gave birth. So to be 230 pounds just from preventing pregnancies was, like, very detrimental to my, my self-esteem, essentially. It took some time. It took six personal trainers. It took a dietitian. It took a lot. It took years, but I finally figured it out. Shrimp training and a balanced diet. Like that's it. And then I mixed in some protein and then my life changed. And I tell you what, ladies, my options did too. Okay. My options did too. I, I remember at one point, I was so convinced that like men didn't like taller girls because I, I'm five six and I just couldn't get a man over five nine. And now that I done lost the 60 pounds, honey, them six foot plus men be at me. I'm like, wow, I'm so surprised. Blessing. Okay. I accept all of my blessings. But I say all of this to say to get in shape. Okay. Get in shape because your joints need it, your skin need it, your body need it. And it'll also boost your confidence in the, in the meanwhile. You know, you're looking good, you're feeling good, and all of that will reflect into the world. I say all of this to say that relationships are reflective. And if we don't do the work on ourselves, we will absolutely attract what we are. So if we are feeling anxious, that's where y'all get all them ancient men from. You know, even though a lot of y'all don't think y'all are. If we are feeling less than, we're attracting that. So it is important that you put into the world what you want to receive. So you should be putting in to the world a mentally healthy woman, a woman who practices self-care, along with a woman who practices good health. Because those three things are just the starters. That's just going to get you through the door. That's... That's just going to change your options. That doesn't necessarily mean you're just going to find the best man on the planet. That just makes things better. But again, the first goal is to get you healthy, get you healthy and to uplift this community. Because without healthy women, we see what's happening. We just got these kids running around here with no sense. Because where are they mamas? Where are the mothers? That's enough for this week's episode. Tune in next week for episode Flaws in Our Community. Hope to see you all then.